You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everybody. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm really excited to have with me today on the show a man who needs absolutely no introduction. Um, this gentleman has, I mean, a very impressive resume. We like to say he looks very good on paper, um, but he's also really <laughs> phenomenal in person. You know, he. Um, so, in addition to you know having a, an MMA career and, and uh, running an organization called Lions Not Sheep, which is um, phenomenal in and of itself, he's decided lately to run for Congress. So the thing that we are talking about today, this is part of our superheroes series, and we're talking about whether or not the world is ready for Sean Whalen in Congress. So without further ado, if you could join me in welcoming Sean to the show. Welcome, Sean. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. I, so we fell in love with you at um, Meltdown in the Desert. Uh, we knew who you were of you. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I, I was very, very, very pleasantly surprised by you um, at that event. And, and I told you that at the event is that the, you know, the embodiment yeah. of the inner strength and, and spirit that you possess was very obvious. And, um, and I can't think of any better accolade than to say that, that our young seven-year-old daughter um, was very taken with you and continues to talk about you. So, so, you know, you, you got high marks. Good. I appreciate that. It means a lot, especially being a father of, uh, of three, you know, I, I, uh, I have a very, uh, very keen uh, affection for kids. And so mm. when a kid likes me, I know I'm in, uh, I know I'm doing the right thing. Uh, <laughs> well, she had... think I'm a dick. So <laughs> having a kid like me, I know that I'm doing all right. You know, you're okay. Well, and it's funny because she's yeah. very sensitive as you can imagine. And we go to a lot of conferences and, and she's gotten up and walked out of a few uh, lectures and presentations because of the energy um, if people aren't being authentic or if they're coming from their head or, you know, she'll just say, mom, this doesn't feel good. And I'm like, well, we can leave, right. you know? And so, so I mean that, you know, in, in the highest degree of sincerity that um, she's pretty attuned to stuff. So she saw something special in That's you. Great. Yeah. Thank well, you. Um, a lot. Absolutely. So, so we do love to ask our guests a simple question of what are your superpowers? Um, I think, a superpower that I've, I've definitely, I don't know that I was born with it, but I've grown to, uh, maximize it as being able to, to really truly enjoy life. And I know that sounds really simple and probably cliche, but being in the moment, I think very few people are actually capable of being in a moment. Um, we're constantly looking forward, constantly looking backwards. Um, but I think the thing that I'm probably the most known for right now is simply being able to tell the truth. Yeah, it's interesting. You and I talked a little bit before the show. I'd watched um, a video of yours, and actually most of your videos really reflect on that concept of, of, of telling the truth and showing up. And um, what I loved about um, your message, and it, we you weave it throughout, is this idea of, um, we talk about it a lot in our, in our membership group, the Superpower Net. We talk about you know creating a place where you lead and feed and where you're led and, and fed. And that sort of kind of continuity of energy and giving and receiving. And, and it really is um, such a beautiful principle. But what's fascinating to me about you is the overlay of, like you said, you know, a lot of adults think you're a dick. Like you've got this gruff 
kind of edginess to you, which, you know, is, is very, I'm sure, very purposefully constructed, if not consciously and, and, and manipulatively, at least because that's the essence of who you are and that's what you came here to represent. Um, but it, but it's juxtaposed with this really cool kind of tapped in feminine energy and, and the fact that you sit here and say, you know, being happy and, and following that kind of concept. Yeah. Um, and so it's a really nice integrated balance. What, how, how did you get to that place? Like what was the journey that led you to that real solid state of wholeness? I, I went the opposite way. Uh, and I think that's what <laughs> makes it powerful for me is I truly went the opposite way. I was very, very insecure. I led with bullshit versus uh, purity. Um, I lied a lot. You know, I, I lied about being happy. I lied about what I was doing things for. I was very successful at a very young age. And I bought a lot of the shit that I bought, not because, you know, it was it, it was the feel good stuff. It was because this is what you're supposed to have. And this is what the definition and representation of success is, is to have a bunch of cars and a bunch of houses and a boat and a Rolex and all this other stuff. And, and I found myself, you know, doing all of these things, wondering why it wasn't fulfilling to me, but yet, you know, on the outside, I was praised and, and, and heralded as this, you know, successful uh, individual. And I think what really got me to the point that I am right now is having gone through that. And, and I like to share with my, my clients and tell the world that, I mean, there's no such thing as right or wrong. There's no such thing as, as coincidence, everything has a purpose. And what we fail to do is identify the purpose. We fail to, to, to be in a present state and go, oh shit, that's why this happened. Versus saying, well, you know, my partner screwed me, the market took a downturn, but blah, blah, blah. we make all these excuses and blame everything versus saying, what did I learn? You know, and, and, and I kind of went on this two year hiatus where, you know, I was 30 years old and I essentially burnt my entire life to the ground. I walked away from a 10 year marriage uh, I walked away from a 20 plus million dollar a year business that I started from scratch. Um, I was very successful, very, you know, involved in this world and this life. And I burned it to the ground and spent two years in what I like to call my own wilderness, which is, you know, being very self-destructive, uh, being very lost, being very uh, deceitful and lying about who I really was and where I really was and what I really felt. And then I kind of had this, you know, this moment of, of clarity where, um, I shared one Facebook post. I was challenged by my coach to, you know, to start writing down my thoughts and doing different things because I was just constantly spewing angry anger and negativity and frustration because I was angry and I was negative and I was frustrated. And one night I shared uh, a Facebook post where I talked about how I was an asshole um, and how I had been really, I just been a dick in, in my, in my marriage and, in you know, the final years of my marriage and I was extraordinarily selfish and I was angry. And for the first time I didn't put an asterisk at the bottom and say, but it was because she did. And thought it was because bah, 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 bah. I just owned it. And I finally admitted truth. I finally came to the realization that, that this is who I was. Uh, and from that moment, things just continued to expand and this truth conversation continued to grow on me and I started to admit and realize this is who I am and this is what I am and I am dark inside and I do have darkness and I do have light and I do have masculinity and I do have femininity and I spent my whole life you know beating my chest as men are supposed to do being this alpha male just kind of you know running through life just being this really arrogant egotistical guy thinking this is what man was and really, it was just a scared little boy. 
And what I found is that through truth, that's where real power is. That's where real masculinity is. That's where truth and, and, and both the, the masculinity and the femininity lie. And I just became really honest with myself and saying, I am scared. I don't have all the answers. I did fuck some things up. I, I do a lot of things right. I do love my children. I do want to be wealthy. I do want to have a ripped body. I do want all of these things and I want them for me. And I finally started looking inward versus looking outward. And that's where I really started to fall in love with life. I started to fall in love with who I was and, and accepting that I was all of these things versus lying and masking and pretending that, you know, all was well in Zion. I, I finally admitted I made mistakes. I did things wrong. I don't have all the answers. And through that journey of, of telling the truth, I found some of the purest moments that life has ever provided. And I sit here now, you know, in an aspect of, of light, if you will, simply because I've shared the darkness. I've opened up my world and I've let out all of these things that are not socially acceptable. We don't talk about sex, money, politics, religion. That's just a taboo topic. And those are all the things that I talk about. And I share my truth with all of them. Um, and it's the most liberating, um, liberating thing that I've ever experienced in my life, simply telling the truth. It sounds really simple and so cheesy and so cliche because that's what our parents always taught us since we were little kids is tell the truth. But yet we were raised to lie. We were raised to lie. We were raised to, to say what was supposed to be said, fit in this box. Don't say anything that's going to be contrary to what anybody else feels or believes. And so there's this paradox of life. And I think there's this awakening happening. And I happened to have my awakening a few years ago where I realized I don't really give a shit about anybody else. And when you say that, people are like, oh my gosh, you're so arrogant. You're so egotistical. But no, it's at the end of the day, that's the reason that we put our mask on first when the plane is crashing so that we can then help others. And I found that diving inside of me and telling my truth, how I really feel, both the light and the dark, has been the most liberating, freeing, empowering experience I've ever had in my entire life. I'm not sure there's much else to add to that other than just to say amen. Uh, <laughs> amen. <laughs> that's pretty phenomenal. Everybody can go home, start <laughs> playing the basket, and everybody can go. Drop the mic, right? So let's, uh, we're going to take a quick break. You've been listening to the Superpower Up podcast. And we're, today we're doing our superhero series, Is the World Ready for Sean Whalen in Congress? When we come back from this break, we're going to talk with him about this idea of running for Congress, which is, um, you know, I just, I just giggle a little bit inside. So we're going we're gonna to come back. <laughs> Stick with us. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. Well, we're back. Thanks, everyone, for staying with us. Again, you're listening to the Superpower Up podcast. And we are talking about our superhero series, Is the World Ready for Sean Whalen in Congress? And so just to, just to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying before, folks, I really want you to pay attention to, I mean, there were so many beautiful key points, so just go back and re-listen to that a few times. But the, um, 
the, the, the points that really stood out for me is that it's so easy for folks to covet what seems to come naturally for others, um, but may come difficultly for them. And so, so the money pieces, you talked about the status, but also the, the, what we, you know, kind of how we prostitute ourselves to accomplish those things. And, and, and what really drew me into the story that you were sharing was the idea that you were able to overlay it with this concept of, well, what, what do I like about myself and what do I do well? And we talk a lot about that in the curriculum that we teach at Superpower Experts because there's, you know, I call them like whack-a-mole, you know, like there's all these little verticals that we all kind of deal with. And some of them were really, really good at naturally. And some of them we aren't so good at naturally. But what you did was you looked at it and you said, okay, but I do love my kids, you know, but I, but I do like myself, but I, but I do want these right. things. And, 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 and then it's, then the natural outflow of that is, well, you know, why would I put more weight on what I perceive to be like the bad stuff versus the good, you know, and how do you start kind of right. moving those energies back and forth a little more fluidly? Um, Cause it's really easy to focus on the negative. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really interesting because we have these thoughts. And one of the things that I share with, with a lot of my clients is, you know, when, when like someone asks you the question, what are you thinking? We tend to like go into then creating what it is that we feel someone would want to hear or what we would socially <laughs> think is an acceptable answer, you know, and, and, and this is a really interesting thing. It's a really interesting paradox because the deeper we go, the more truth we find, the, the more I find myself connecting with people that truly don't have a connection to the feeling of it, but connection to the truth. And this is where, you know, I, I, I was actually, um, you know, my fiance and I, we were talking about this and I said, I want you to think about this for a second. If we're in a restaurant and there's a beautiful woman or a, or a very devilishly handsome man sitting near us and you look over and you're you, your first thought is, wow, he's good looking or wow, she's beautiful. And then I say to you, what are you thinking about? And you turn and you look at me and you're like, oh, I'm just thinking about how magical this date is. That's a lie. Because what you're actually thinking about is how handsome that man is. Now in our social world, if she was to say, well, I'm thinking about how good looking that guy is, a confident man, a man who, who lives in his truth would look over at that man and say, you're right. He is good looking. There would be no scarcity. There would be no, well, what, what are you talking about? Why, why do you have to look at other guys and whatever, whatever, whatever. And this is the same thing with a woman. If she said to me, what are you thinking about? I'm like, I'm just, I looked at that girl and I thought she was very, very attractive. They wouldn't be like, oh, well, are you cheating on me? Are you lying? Are you this? Are you this? There's a level of confidence that comes in telling truth and living in your own truth. And this is what I find is most people that aren't living in their truth have a very, very, very hard time with it. And so when I share things about intimacy or when I share things about you know, financial matters, you know, when I talk openly about money and I talk, talk openly with my clients about there's absolutely nothing wrong with creating wealth. There's nothing wrong with being financially independent and creating copious amounts of money. Typically, the people that fight me on that are the people that don't have any or the people that, that internally are, are arguing with themselves and rationalizing with themselves the same way that I did years ago, rationalizing about, well, she really was a bitch and she really did do all these things. And, and so I'm just going to blame my divorce and blame my unhappiness and blame my misery on her. Or I'm going to blame my downfall of my financial world on the market or a business partner, whatever, whatever. When you get to stop and truly understand and live truth, it's the purest form of communication. It's the purest form of life where you can literally look at a human being and say, what are you thinking about right now? And they can literally, without even thinking, just tell you exactly what's on their mind. 
and you being in a place of, of similar truth, you get it. You're like, wow, that's, that's powerful. And yeah, we don't live that we, way. We're not taught that way. We don't, we don't understand that. And, and this is where, you know, it's, it's a really interesting concept because so few people actually do it or live it. We talk about that a ton in our house. Um, the, because, you know, we call it the concept of being, um, you know, fully autonomous beings. And, and one of the things we find, and I, and I appreciate that you're mentioning your relationship because we don't partner in that way. And then, and then throw on top of that, you know, parenting and we really parent in that way because, um, because of some of that programming. And so it, it, it really becomes an, an interesting dance when you allow for people to be whole and autonomous within themselves. And then you choose to come together and share right. um, in a life together. Um, and, and one of the things yeah. really early on um, in our marriage, I remember, you know, looking at Justin sometimes and going, okay, so this obviously is triggering me. I have no idea how to talk about it where I'm not abdicating my power, but I'm also not trying to take yours. And that really opened the door to like, how do you kind of work through these steps? Because we agree to mirror things for each other and we agree to mirror, uh, trigger right. each other and things. Um, and I think that just being open to that dialogue is so powerful because it's like, maybe you don't know how to do it, but you can at least say, I don't want to do it that way. You know, I don't, I don't want to do yeah. it how I've done it before that led to this point, but can we stumble through this together? You know, can we kind of agree to, to yeah. you know, get in the mud and get, get dirty and gooey and gross with it and just, just be in it. And um, there's a lot of power there. So, I mean, you and I could probably talk for days about this stuff, but I really want yeah. to get to why, I mean, there, there were a number of things you could have chosen to do. What is it about Congress? What, because I have a, I have a sense that I know the answer, but I really want to hear from you. Like, what is this about yeah. for you? Yeah. Well, there's a couple different things, and, and I wish that I could pin it down to one, but I wrote on my mirror uh, in my bathroom uh, probably about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, why not? And my cleaners come every two weeks, and they know they don't touch anything on my mirror. They'll clean everything but what I have written on my mirror. And I wrote on there, why not? And that's really become, become kind of my mantra for life is you know, why not do this? Why not say this? Why not be this? Why not live this? Like, what are the reasons? One of my, one of my great friends and, and mentors, uh, Jesse, he, he asked me a question when I was sitting in his living room in Austin, Texas, uh, a couple of years ago. And he said, why would you do anything that you don't want to do? And I couldn't answer it. It like, it was such a simple question, but it literally dumbfounded me. Like, I'm not stumped easily, but I was like, shit, I don't have a good answer for this. I don't know. And it made me think, like, why would you literally do something that you don't want to do? And so, like, the whole premise of why not came up. And so, you know, I've always been involved in, in really open. And the more I rip myself open to truth, the more I love talking about everything. I love talking about intimacy and relationships and, and God and religion and, and mm. spirituality and the universe and, and politics and why. I'm really interested in the why. And it's funny because, you know, as a father, we have, I have these three kids and they're like, you know, why dad, why dad, why dad? And I'm like, because I'm the dad, just listen to what I say. <laughs> well, here I am 38 years old, now asking why, like a little child, somebody's like, well, this is what it is. I'm like, well, why is it that way? Why is, why is it this? Why is it that? Because I truly want to know the layers behind it. And so, um, you know, the congressman here in, 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 this, in Utah, where I live, um, kind of abruptly decided he was going to step down. And it was, you know... I've always had this thing. I, I truly want to run for president. I, I've been saying it for the last couple of years on my Facebook because, you know, my, my, my Snapchat name is POTUS2020. 
you know, I've been very, very, very open about my desire in, in getting into politics and running for president. And when this popped up, it was just, there was this thought process. There was this thing that came inside of me that just said, why would you not do this? Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a reason. I, like, I have all of these other things and I'm, I make way more money than I will ever make as a congressman for the United <laughs> States of America in, in my own business. But I realized like, you've been talking, you've been given this gift, you've been able to orate principles in a common sense, simplistic, simplistic way that people understand. I can talk about taxes. I can talk about, you know, security. I can talk about education. I talk about all of these things and they just make sense. And not, not that I'm, my way is the only way, not that my way is the right way, but I just feel that like, I, I, I believe that people have the power. We, the people have the power uh, to govern ourselves, to govern our lives. We don't need this big, huge bureaucratic mess that we have right now. Um, and that wasn't necessarily the reason like I needed to be the hero or Superman. But what I realized is like the record keeps playing over and over and over again. And at some point in time, like something is going to have to happen to change the record. And as I stopped and I looked at it, I'm like, I'm not a politician. I don't want to be a politician. I don't have gobs and gobs and gobs of money and all of these donors and a rich dad and a rich family. I don't have a political name. You know, I'm a bearded tattoo guy, which already is like strike one and strike two in, in the state of Utah, which is very clean cut, very religious, very, you know, I, I'm not your typical guy. They're very, very conservative. And I, you know, like to smoke a cigar and have a glass of whiskey, which is the polar opposite of what 77% of the people in the state of Utah do. But I realized something like we live in a day and age where this guy named Donald Trump, whether you like him or whether you hate him, he just showed us something. He showed that like anybody from any walk of life can come to the table and it didn't, doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter your history. It doesn't matter whether you've said shit or fuck or anything else like that. It just matters like what it is that you bring to the table and how truthful and honest you are. And I think that's something that a lot of people are looking for. And I, I feel like the reason Lions Not Sheep is growing, the reason that the people are attracted to my message and I'm getting hundreds of millions of views in my videos is simply because people realize they either really like me or they think I'm the biggest asshole on the planet, but both people will agree that I speak my mind and I am not bought and I am not swayed. And what comes out of my mouth is my passion and my truth. Whether you like it or not, I don't give a shit. I don't speak it for anybody else. I speak what's on my mind. And I think that's the reason the tribe is growing and people are attracted to it. And I realized like we have to have this in, 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 in our political system. We literally have, I, I described it to my children the other day. I said, this is the problem is that we have all of these politicians, these congressmen and these senators sitting on this bike. It's instead of it being a, a tandem bike, there's 530 something seats. There's one guy at the head and they literally just keep riding around the same block over and over and over doing the same dumb shit, continuing <laughs> to go into debt. And it's like this, this, this loop of insanity. And sometimes the congressman will jump off and then a new one will jump on and the senator will jump off and a new one will jump on. And I'm like, at some point in time, like, Somebody's going to have to throw a, a, a stick or a bar into the front wheel of that bike and crash it. Yeah. And it's not in a destructive <laughs> manner. It's not in this way, like whatever. But at some point in time, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I know who I am. I'm very clear with my thoughts. I'm very clear with my positions. I know what I want. And, and at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, the leadership capacity that I've been given, the gifts that I've been given, the social media. Um, expansion that I've been given, this microphone, this megaphone, if you will, that I've been given is a blessing. It's not something that I woke up one morning and said, you know what, I want to become this, this social media celebrity guy and I want all these people to watch all my videos. 
I just started telling my truth and it happened. And mm-hmm. so when, when he decided to step down, this thing lit inside of me and they said, do it, just, just I run and do it. it. And, and, and I literally went down, I filed my paperwork. I brought my children with me and I said, you know what? I'm going to teach my kids. I'm going to show my kids. I can tell them all I want, but I'm going to show them what it's like to actually live your life, to live your dreams on your rules with, with your own passion. And this is something that I truly want to do. I want to do this. I, I, I'm not interested in all of the fight. I have a very, very clear vision of why I'm doing this and the purpose that I have in going to DC. Um, and I realized that, that, you know, I'm not interested in getting on the bike. I'm interested in, in throwing a, a bar in, in the front wheel and saying, all right, fellas, now that we've all fallen off the bike, why don't we sit down and have a real conversation about the future of America? And let's do the shit that actually matters for my children, your children, and all of these different, you know, aspects. And, and it's been a rough, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hustle a lot, a lot, a lot of feathers. But at the end of the day, truth does that. Yeah, always. And, it, and, I, and you know, just with the stint that I did in the counterintelligence arena and everything else, I, you know, I, I give you a lot of credit because, because that environment is ripe for an upheaval. And, and I agree with you. I think we're seeing all of the signs Completely. for that. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't make it easier, but, but it, but it's, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm 100% behind you in the sense of let's shake some shit up. It's like, I would much rather like take the snow globe, shake it up and just see kind of yeah. what happens versus continuing doing um, what we've been doing. And for those of you yeah, who aren't, go, oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I just, just wanted to say something in, in, in conjunction with what you just said. I had one of my first, whatever you want to call them, cottage meeting, town hall meeting, whatever the political term is, for meeting with uh, about 30 people in, in a gentleman's home. And, and we were talking about this. And, and, you know, the comment continues to be made, the machine is too big. It's too mm. big. The system is too big. This machine that's been built is too big. And these are all bikers. I, you know, I rode my Harley down. I told people, I'm going to campaign on my Harley. Like, I'm literally just throwing on my leather jacket. I'm riding down here. I'm jumping off and throwing my jacket on the freaking stage and I'm going to stand up in front of people. I'm not doing the dog and pony show bullshit suit, you know, the whole thing. I'm going to be me. I'm going to continue to be me. But as I'm standing there in front of these guys, they said, let me ask you guys a question. And gals, there's a bunch of women there as well. I said, you know, what happens if this little teeny 99 cent part in this massive machine fails? The, I mean, the answer is unanimous. The whole machine fails. And I said, mm-hmm. why is it that we believe, we truly have been indoctrinated to believe that the machine is too big? What happens if you throw a little pebble in, in the big, huge, massive machine? And so, well, it breaks the machine. And I said, guys, like, this, this thing is not too big to be broken. This thing is not too big to be stopped. Mm-hmm. Someone just has to throw a goddamn pebble in the machine. Who's going to do it? And I'm right. sitting here saying, you know, I've already been down to the depths of hell. I've already been through the ringer, if you will. I've already <laughs> done all of that stuff. My whole life has been exposed. And I think that's what truthfully made Trump so powerful. Again, not, not whether you like him or don't. It doesn't matter. But he's been in the public eye telling his truth. And everybody knew who he was for the last 30 years. Hmm. And so people were trying to dig up dirt on him. What did you dig up? You already knew everything about him. And that's where I feel like me telling my truth over the last three, three and a half years of my divorce and my bankruptcy and making millions and losing millions and struggling with depression and having contemplation of suicide and all of these other things. I've been really real about it. I've done video after video and post after post. And so it's like, what are you going to dig up? What are you going to come to the table with and say that I'm not, I'm not honest. I'm not truthful. I'm not this. It's like, what you see is what you get. It's as real and raw and relevant as, 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 as anything, but the machine can be broken. Every machine can be broken. A massive 
multi-ton airplane can literally be grounded because one teeny little rubber hose mm -hmm. falls off. So to think that it can't be stopped, it can't be broken, a pebble can't be dropped in this machine is bullshit. It, it, we're just waiting for someone to come along and throw the pebble in the freaking machine. And, it, and you're hitting on an amazing point too, and then we're seeing it across the board is, is the concept of transparency. We built you know, both of our businesses right. upon that concept. And, and it really, that is the most empowering thing. You know, when we connected with you, Meltdown in the Desert, um, one of the most powerful things I heard come out of your mouth was the idea that the very first thing you did wasn't for anybody else. And, and, and I realized that was a piece that was, you know, I, I've danced with the devil, you know, I've, I've counted a lot of my own stuff, but there was another layer of that of like, oh yeah, like I really, once I started building businesses and, and, and connecting with people and, and serving in some capacity, I had taken on a story that said that, you know, it needed to, that I needed to take that into consideration, not in an abdication, but, but just filtering through, um, you know, for the audience. And it was like, whoa, 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 where did I lose myself in that? And it was such a powerful commentary that it was like, oh, wait, I, I can do these things for me too. And yeah. I think sometimes in business, we become enslaved to the brand. Sometimes in relationships, we become enslaved to, um, oh, you know, whatever the man. perception is. And so, so everything, everything that you're talking works. about is such a powerful commentary for where we sit. And, um, you know, and, and I love this dance that all it takes is one little tweak here and the whole system, you know, it, maybe it doesn't collapse, but it certainly is going to break down. Well, it's the same thing in our own personal lives. And one of the things that I teach with, with Lions Not Sheep that I'm extraordinarily passionate about is so many people, this is the reason, you know, December, the last week of December is when gyms make all of their money because everybody rushes in and says, God, God this year sucked. I'm going to get, this is my year. I'm going to join the gym. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to get in shape. And we live this world of extremes. And the reality is it's never extreme. You can't go, you know, from, from being, you know, somebody who earns $20,000 a year to earning $20 million a week overnight. It doesn't happen right. that way unless, of course, you win the lottery or whatever. But my whole philosophy with life, with relationships, with business, with your body, I mean, with your body, with getting your body in shape, with getting your mind right, like you, your mind is full of weeds. Like you can't just radically turn it into this beautiful, lush garden where it's bearing forth this glorious fruit, right? If you're, if you're fat and overweight, you can't go from that to, I've got a 12 pack in a week. You have to look <laughs> at it from, from realistic perspective. And what I teach my clients and what I share with my, my, my businesses and, and everybody that I work with is just the simple one degree. If you look at everything, if, a, if an airplane is flying in one direction and it changes one degree in three months, six months, nine months, it's in a radically different place. It's literally on the other side of the world. And so if you, if you look at every single day, what one degree change can I make today? What one thing can I do differently with my body, with my mind, with my relationship? Like if your relationship is in the shitter, you're not going to solve that overnight. But what would happen if you sent one positive text message a day? Oh, Sean, you don't understand. All the excuses. Cool. Why don't you just try it? Why don't you just try this one little thing? And what would happen, like, if, if, you've, if you haven't gotten off the couch for 12 months, what would happen if you, like, went to your mailbox and came back? And then you went down the driveway to your neighbor's mailbox and back. And then three doors down. And then six, and next thing you know, you've made a lap around the block. Oh, shit. First time I've walked around the block. And then you do two laps around the block. And then you walk down to the thing. And next thing you know, you're walking to the gym or you're jogging to the gym. It's this concept and understanding that, that 
the world and, and our lives are not going to create these radical results overnight. But what I try and teach my clients and what I truly live my life by is success swinging singles. Like hit a single every single day. If you look at Cooperstown, the baseball hall of fame, the guys who are in the baseball hall of fame are not the dudes that swung for the fence every single at bat. They're the dudes that consistently got on base and hit the ball and hit the ball. They weren't flashy. They weren't freaking all over the place. They weren't smashing the ball outside of the park every single at bat. They were consistent every single day. You find success swinging singles. You find success in your relationships, in your financial world. If you're broke as shit, what would it look like if you made $1 tomorrow? If you have $0 in your bank account, $1. Oh, Sean, I can't buy my Lamborghini with a dollar. You're right, you can't buy a Lamborghini with a dollar. But would $1 in your account when you have zero mean a lot to you? Hell yeah, it would. Awesome. Now, what would it look like if you then had $1.50 the next day, and then $2 the next day, and then $3? It, it, this, is, this is not how people think. People think that they have to eat the entire elephant in one sitting. And I say, I'll eat the elephant all day long, bite by bite, bite by bite. <laughs> so six months from now, while you're still trying to figure out how to fit the elephant in your mouth, I've already eaten it. And that's the radical difference between somebody that understands the progression of life and somebody that, that's willing to be patient, that's willing to do the work, that's willing to make the changes and saying, I'm going to make this a six month goal or 12 month goal. Six months from now, you're still trying to figure out how to fit the elephant in your mouth. I've already eaten it. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Well, like I said, we could talk for days and if you're interested, we could certainly have yeah. you back on the show and tackle some topics. Where can people go to find out more about you? Uh, SeanWhalen.com is, uh, is my website. Got most of my information there. Um, you know, a lot of my, my campaign stuff is there. Political stuff is there. Uh, or you can go to lionsnotsheep.com and, and find out a little bit more about our programs and coaching and different things that we're doing. Very cool. Well, and, and if you haven't had an opportunity to check out Sean's social media, uh, I like to call it the circus. So it's in, in addition to being incredibly <laughs> empowering, the, um, the commentary that he invokes is uh, oh pretty gosh. entertaining. So I've, I've gotten caught down that rabbit hole a couple times, just sitting there kind of scratching it my head like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I get messages from people that are like, dude, I literally will lay in my bed at night for hours and we'll just literally surf through your social media and we'll read comments. And we're like, how do you deal with these people? And I, I smile because I know, I know oh. when I share something, it, it, it's not to create a, uh, this radical risk. I know that I just think differently than people. Yep. And so when I yep. talk about common sense things, people are like, fuck, what is, I don't even understand that. Oh, so they and what do we do? My, we fight truth. We we built a society that fights truth. Like my we, favorite we, we are all the little like sad face and angry face um, uh, emoji oh things that people put up. That's what I was like. I don't understand why this invokes emotion. Like I'm really confused. I know. <laughs> well, it really does. And, uh, and, and to wrap everything up based off what you're saying, truth does that, and it sounds yep, so it does. simple. It sounds so easy because. We're supposed to tell the truth, but yet if you really step back in your life, 99.99% of the people listening to this are full of shit. And I don't mm -hmm. say that arrogantly. I don't say that to be mean, but really, if you stop and really think about it, if you think about where you are in every aspect of your life, you're lying. You're lying about where you really are, what you really want, because if, 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 you, if you live that truth, it's a completely different reality than where you are right now. And, and most people will go to their grave you know, trying to fit into someone else's mold, do it someone else's way, because that's the way they think it's supposed to be done. And once people realize telling the truth is the most liberating, freeing, empowering thing on the planet, they're like, holy shit, 
Mm. You just naturally gravitate towards other people that yeah. are doing it, you know? Absolutely. So anyway, so you're right. That's we can what talk I for say. Hours about yeah, this. The, the people who are willing to play, uh, we call it synergistic collaboration. It's those people who just jump, just yeah. jump, like just play. Yeah. And, and you can tell the ones that don't, you know? And it's just like, I just don't have time for the stories and the whatnot. So you've, you've certainly inspired me to give a few less fucks in the world, and I appreciate that. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today. How we can help, certainly. I know that there's a donate button on your page. Those of you who are inspired by what he's doing, one, do it yourself, you know, figure out how to do that in your world. But also, um, you know, support what Sean's doing and, and promote his stuff. Uh, I think that we're starting to see some shifts, and I, for one, am very ready for that. So thank you so much for joining us, Sean. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. Absolutely. To all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. So until next time, go out and uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone.